You're listening to Triple G. Hello. Welcome back, guys, to the Triple G podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Tasha, and uh, we have a special guest today. Is it Barney? No. No. He is. Dun, dun, dun. My name Yif. His name is Yif. <laughs> no, this is Carlos coming at you from Los Angeles, California. What's going on, guys? What is poppin'? Amazing. How are ya? What is poppin'? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we getting we're gonna get real cholo gangsta here today. Well. <laughs> we're gonna do a little bit of the things, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're really we're excited. Talk about some video games. <laughs> we're gonna talk about like this band is like Blink One Eighty Two. We're gonna talk about some stupid accents. I do sometimes. I drive through Zay. Oh my god, <laughs> this is officially my favorite episode we've recorded so yeah, far. Yeah, I don't even have to introduce the show. No. All right, let's he jump did it in. All. Jump in the game. <laughs> no. homies, come down and listen to Triple G podcast. My name's Canadian. Oh yeah. Oh my I god. Like to listen to this when I'm. In my lowrider. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. So we, we have a special guest, Carlos, here today. And we are going to be talking about Gears of War with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, a band called Blink-182. I like how you have to Just preface that with, oh, yeah, it's a band. Yes. It's almost as older than I am. It's almost no religion. It is a religion. Uh, and then we're going to do a little bit of guilty pleasure accents at drive throughs mm-hmm. and, like, stores and stuff. I love it. Uh, yeah. So I just want to take a quick moment and remind our listeners that I stream on Twitch every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. You can uh, check us out at twitch.tv slash triple G podcast. So, uh, hey, Carlos. If you do not show up to the stream, I'll go to your house, i find you, and I'll drag you to there right now. <laughs> so, Carlos, let's talk about you a little bit before we get into everything. Yeah. Let's let's okay. have a I like it, yes. Okay. You are also a streamer, are you not? Yeah, we time streamer. Um got into the biz at the rough <laughs> age of thirty-four. Hell yeah. Um it's never too late. No. So we say, we share a mutual friend, two errors, right? I knew that dude growing up in high school. Uh, and he was posting some stuff uh, about Twitch streaming and I had I don't even want to say dabbled, man. I just uploaded like two videos eight oh. years ago. <laughs> eight years ago. Wow. Basically was, was OG. Maybe not eight, maybe like six, but still. Yeah. Um, it was it was a bit ago. I had nothing really, no personality for it. I was just playing video games, man. Just living um, it. Just yeah. living life. <laughs> yeah, so I saw him. I got stoked by his, you know, his antics. Funny guy, great guy to watch on stream. Uh, and that's how I met you. Yeah. For the listeners out there uh, if you want to catch me on twitch it's soy papi churro s-o-y-p-a-p-i-c-h-u-r-r-o if you don't know what a churro is um you, you haven't lived find out <laughs> yeah you need to find out stat um like like most things american it's fried dough with sugar and cinnamon hell yeah yeah to be fair that's just like the 57th reincarnation of dough and sugar yeah it comes out as a stick more than like maybe some other fancy shape you know like pretzel style or something or a so, donut. Yeah, just fried stick of dough mm-hmm. okay yep, mm-hmm. round yeah. yeah we like shapes down here it's it's a lot easier than things like politics <laughs> all right so now we're actually going to start recording 
Are you fucking? Are you fucked? Got him. No, I'm just kidding. We're oh gonna actually God. jump into our games now. <laughs> so you kill me. <laughs> Gears of War. This game is an Xbox exclusive. Yep. From when? I don't know. I don't. I didn't from, do my research. From hella long ago. From hella long ago. 2006. That's almost when Fear Factor came out. Yep. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yep. All right. So shoots or Carlos <laughs> or Soy Papichero or Arnold or super um, gangsta Mexicano uh, Latino man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever version of you is coming to the table for this <laughs> conversation. We'll, we'll find out. It's, it's kind of like a, a roulette. When did you? Whichever, yeah. Whichever voice is loudest <laughs> in my head at the time. <laughs> what, well, when did you first start playing a Gears of War game? Uh, man, Gears of War was one of those uh, entry 360 games, you know, to, to open. Obviously, Halo, right? Uh, but Gears was uh, pretty close second to that as far as release dates. And um, I don't know, pretty much, uh, was it? It came out in 2006, so probably six or seven. Uh, I, I got a 360 pretty pretty soon after they released. Okay. I had the old fat one. All right, all right. I remember those a, days. Mine was a Halo edition, Halo 3 edition. See, I always thought I, this game was uh, like just an alien shooter, kind of like, what's it called? Resistance was for the PlayStation. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah. I have been told that's wrong. No, um, it's about <laughs> lizard people. Lizard people, yeah, man. I was um, like, oh, I shit. Actually, I think insect people. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll, all I uh, know is that locust people. horde, some sort of yeah. under-the-earth yeah. situation. Huh. So the is. Um, the developers Epic Games, who Epic, yeah. you might know this was my from first with Epic. Fortnite. Are you kidding me? No. Nope. <laughs> what Epic happened to them? Uh, they found they find a way to make money. Yeah. Yeah, by completely <laughs> dashing all of their artistic and creative integrity for this schlock that is Fortnite. Schlock, I say. Can we just remember that yeah. Tasha is not a good person to talk to about Fortnite with? Don't bring it up. <laughs> she does not like any of the battle royales. Well, no, because especially I'm not, I'm not very good at those either. No, she thinks every fan. battle royale has a build, a build thing. Like, actually, uh, I will say the best battle royale game I've played so far is Fall Guys. Hmm, that's going to be next week's topic. Yeah, 100% mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so here's the thing, though. I would like to point out to everyone that Kyle is inaccurate in his assessment of Battle Royales. I don't have anything <laughs> against the Battle Royale, nor do I have anything against specifically the building component of Battle Royales. What I have against Fortnite is that it's obnoxious. Okay. It's unsophisticated. All right. All right. <laughs> And it's full of wee children. Wee children. Wee children. And I think that's really the root cause of the rest of uh, yeah. the complaints with Fortnite. <laughs> well, exactly. So seeing as you're on my page, <laughs> Carlos, we can, we can agree that it is trash. Unless I'm, you're going to turn around and tell me that you love it. You know, no, I don't, I don't love it. It's just not my jam. Uh, exactly. There's, there's I played who, it. Who enjoy it, and and I can I can dig that. It's just not my not my cup of tea. Exactly. That and I suck. So. It's 
<laughs> that's, that's a valid reason. That's All right. A valid reason. Back to Gears of War. Sorry, sorry. I just had to say, like, because when you look at it, Gears of War is a nice looking game. It is. It's got so, deep of story. Gears of War as a nice looking game. This game, uh, its graphics blew my mind at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the most photorealistic thing I've seen coming out of a console. Yeah, at the nice. time. I just yeah. like, I. I saw like the character designs and they look like, you know, those rescue heroes. Bro, I have I have a problem with that. Okay. So um I, <laughs> look, so I serve I served in um the Air Force. Okay. Uh so uh first there's a lot of things that bug me about this. First of all, I've never seen anybody really like this unless they're already kind of like a bodybuilder. I see there's dudes I mean, in the military you get access to gyms, you know, they like us to stay fit, obviously. Um, and some dudes, that's their lifestyle. So you see the the occasional big beefer, you know, <laughs> big beefer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, but to have a whole like army uh, of football players. Yeah. So one of the one of the characters actually was like a, a whatever equivalent of football they had during this time. Uh, he was he was like a football player, and that's uh, Coltrane, Augustus Cole. Okay. Uh, he's he was a football player, so <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, but to see these other guys running around, like just beefcaking it up, yeah. and <laughs> the background kind of says like, "Hey, everything's kind of post-apocalyptic." You're telling me these guys are meeting the caloric intakes, and, <laughs> you know, the, the workouts to stay this beefy. No, yeah. I appreciate yeah. that assessment, <laughs> just on like a critical level. I just, I, I think it's just really funny. That's the only thing that, like, I watched it and I was like, oh, they literally look like, yeah, bodybuilders, football players, like linebackers, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the blind like side, said, the blind side yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, like, some of our more elite, well, like, you know, American elite special forces, right? SEALs, Rangers, blah, 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 blah. We have thousands of them because that's what we do. Um, they're not built like this. They're, I mean, they're little hardy guys. Like, they're, they're fit and they will end you, but they're not like trying to squeeze through a door frame either, you know? Oh, they're- yeah. I totally envisioned like um, like a task force just full of little people, <laughs> like really thick little people. Yeah. <laughs> You're bad. Yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're solid. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go messing with any of those dudes. Oh, but no. They, they, they aren't linebacker sized. Yeah. Okay. That that I've seen, that I've ever noticed, uh, whether it's in a documentary or real life, they're not they're not linebacker looking dudes. Right. And if anyone's going to have you know access to the as you said you know the caloric requirements yeah, exactly. to be that beefy, it's going to be it's going to be them. Uh, so I I can appreciate the how assessment. many calories do you think you need to eat to get that like thick? Do like five. To eight thousand, maybe more, maybe ten thousand. Like a meal? Not a, or, like oh, a day. A like day. Then that and that's including all your training and stuff. Like you know, like these guys, people that look like that are putting work in. Like that's their day job. Is True. To, work, to get you know, beef. From what I understand, you know, I'm not I'm not a nutritional anything. You okay. know, I live off of gummy bears and and uh, sour patch kids. But, Hell yeah! It sounds like Kyle. You know, <laughs> but it's because I'm know, diabetic. All of these guys that look like this, typically, that's what they do. They go, they work out, they work on their body, they maintain. Uh, they're, um, they eat like, you know, five, six, seven, eight meals a day of just protein and 
you know, whatever they need to stay like that. That sounds exhausting. Like yeah. even, even before like hitting the gym, that's like a lot of meal yeah. prep. Mm. Really? Like they, they'll talk about how they get tired of eating. And eat? But no, they'll get tired of oh, eating. Oh, of eating. I thought you just said, I'm going to get tired and then I'm going to go eat. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. Um, and it's like me. Was, <laughs> yeah. And so this, this whole thing takes place in like, you know, it's not Earth. It's called Sarah. But I'm imagining like a, it's, it's years of war. Years of war for the Gears of War, right? Mm-hmm. And you, I don't know if you've seen pictures of, you know, old wars where the young men go in and they come out and they just look, you know, like skin and yeah, yeah. bones. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It takes a toll on you. You're not getting, you're not remaining a beefcake, you know, for no, for long. years of war straight. It's, Do you think, is there, because I, I haven't really deep dived into the story. Is there like a cloning thing? Do I clone to get beefy like this? Uh, not that, not that I've seen in this game. No, uh, I think honestly, I'm sure the character design was just like, hey, let's make some badass looking. Yeah, dudes. like let's yeah. just make rough and tumble, strong, kick-ass yeah. men, and then yeah. like you know, with some sweet gear. I'm sure that probably contributes to their bulkiness as well. True. So, um, I mean, okay, so it's unrealistic, but I mean. You're fighting lizard men. Yeah, like I, I don't get. <laughs> I don't think that's real. Yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of things pushing the boundaries that their <laughs> level of beef. And I'm pretty sure they have like a saw gun. Isn't that do, a thing? A chainsaw gun. Yeah, because, uh, I, that's fun too. I don't know if that's how that works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. Well, some people have made it on YouTube. Like, oh hey, look what I did in my garage. I, I attached um, a saw to my firearm because. Because yeah. why not? I don't know. When the trees rise up against us, <laughs> we must be able to stop them. While I can appreciate the doomsday perspective, uh, arguably very few Canadians are going to be attaching uh, chainsaws to guns. So to me, that sounds like an American problem. And I don't know. It, we could do it. Where are we going to get America, the guns, Kyle? Oh, yeah. We don't have guns. We don't have guns. We have, we have a lot of chainsaws. We'll attach them to beavers. <laughs> I'm imagining like a beaver with like a chainsaw tail. It's an alpha beaver. They got chompers on the front and then a chainsaw tail back. Man. It's crazy shit. There's no way to stop them. No. No, Exactly. All right. So what's Uh, the story? Okay. Let's let's talk about the story of Gears 1 to 2 to 3. All right. So the overarching story of Gears of War is there's these locust people that live underground and they are at war with people people okay right? the humans of sarah um just a you know battle of who gets the land essentially um there's this stuff called emulsion emulsion which has become the power taken over um the world basically instead of nuclear power instead of you know fossil fuels it's emulsion and uh in in basically Pulling that stuff out of the earth, out of Sarah, the earth—it's whatever you want to call it. Um, it kind of like released these, those, those locusts. True. Got it. Ah, it's kind of like it. It reminds me of Avatar. Mm. The like story, kind of. Oh, you know I mean, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen that. Because like yeah. in Avatar, the humans go and try to get all this natural resources, and the Avatar people are like, no. And then, like, it's the lifeblood, and then, bam, all of a sudden, locusts. 
Yeah. Boom. Locus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a lot more underlying story. Uh, Marcus Phoenix, the main character, his dad was this researcher that um, kind of disappeared. So he's trying to find his dad. Uh, he Marcus Phoenix. When, Aren't we when all? You start Gears War One. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> on the subject there. oh yeah. very <laughs> we need to get you beefcake and give you a, a chainsaw gun <laughs> wow anywho sorry carry okay, on so he's, when you start off the game he's in in prison for like defecting right like he went off to do his own thing and you'll find out why later on in the game okay um, his buddy dominic santiago is the one who busts him out he goes by dom he's looking for his wife uh she was or he had two kids that were killed in the game due to the locusts. Um, and then his wife got depressed and she kind of disappeared and he's looking for her. She's at Michael's. <laughs> Probably. Getting like some crafts. Hey, Michael survived. Michael survived. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bitches love crafts. Michael's era. needs to survive. <laughs> She's been in there for seven years and still hasn't found what she was Nope. Yo, in fairness, the employees that. there are not helpful. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, we got Augustus Cole. The the um, it wasn't football. It's but it's something similar. I forgot what the the name of the game that he plays. Foosball. Um, he's foosball. <laughs> probably foosball. Okay. Um, he just sits there and racks him up. Um, but he's he's got he's got quite the uh, superstar personality. He's fun to watch <clears> in the game. We got Damon Baird. He's an actual like skinny looking dude, but he's like the smart ass tech guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's always fixing the cars or hacking into. He can't things. be beefy. He's no, that's not allowed. That's not how that works. No, no, no. He's he's the agile guy. Yeah, he's got to be s- sneaky. And then we have Private Carmine, and all these guys are in Delta Squad. Uh, Carmine, I I uh, wrote in my notes here. He's basically the Kenny of the series because <laughs> he doesn't make it. He dies every but every game. But he's got a. But he's got a lineage, yeah. He's oh. one of four brothers, and um, <laughs> it's, it's not good. He's basically wearing a red shirt, if you if you know what I'm saying. Yep, oh, yep. Yeah, we do. That's uh, funny. I didn't realize that they have like a Kenny. <laughs> That's actually clever. To, well, like, so it's really the... clever, right? Uh, he, you know, there's a Carmine that dies in Gears of War one. There's a Carmine that dies in Gears of War two. In Gears of War three, um, Epic had a a vote, a poll. They asked the players, "Hey." Should we kill Carmine, or is he gonna? Are we gonna let him live this one? Oh my Jesus! And so you could, you could choose sides by buying Avatar stuff on your on your 360. Oh yeah, like so, for for so money. Was, like, is this like early microtransaction, or is this just basically, like? Basically, yeah. You wow. Would, you would buy a little. So you you know you guys have the little ever seen the little Xbox avatars? Yeah. yeah. You can like accessorize them. Yep. As you want, and you would basically buy with the Microsoft points. From side. Yeah. Um, you could also buy like real life gear if you wanted to also like if you wanted a real shirt that said kill Carmine or save Carmine. Yo, I kind of want one now. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> and so they let they let the the fan choose. What did they choose? Yeah. You you want me to spoil it? You can't leave us on you the can't, You can't you can't leave us like oh this. My God. You're just going to have to play Gears of War 5. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Oh, my god. Okay. 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 Well, okay. in Gears of War 5, you can play or you can see old Carmine. Okay. So. All right. So he lives. He lives in that. Spoilers. That one of the four brothers lived in that one. That's funny. 
That is actually so that's, good. That's, see, that's clever <laughs> shit. See, in that sense, because, I mean, I think everyone usually knows my stance on microtransactions. I fucking hate yeah. them. I think they're stupid. But in that sense, that's probably, like, the smartest way. And honestly, I would be okay with that type of microtransaction. Yeah. I'm down. Like, I, I a game could do that now. I'd be down. Like, to kill off somebody or to keep them? Yeah. It'd have to be a super popular game. That's been going, like, Gears, like, you got five games. So, yeah, but I'm, yeah. Five, I don't know. I, five main games. They also have spinoffs. Too. Yeah. Was, like, okay, so what if they did it for God of War? <laughs> like, look how many, like, who, can, should Kratos die and let a new God of War happen? Or should he stay alive and be the eternal God of War? Like I said, I wouldn't be mad about yeah. it. See, and, okay, another reason why I haven't really gotten into the Gears games, I don't have an Xbox. I never yeah. had an Xbox. Oh, see, I was originally Xbox see, before I I was switched. all PlayStation yeah. and all Nintendo. No. Yeah, I went from um, PlayStation, the original PlayStation, to Xbox uh, when Halo came out. But I was at that age where I could only afford one. Right. <laughs> so it took me took me a few months to finally, and uh, I basically chose the Xbox because I tried one at GameStop. and It, it was cool. I was playing Halo. Halo was like, I was like, what is Mind goddamn then, uh, blowing. To be honest with you. So uh, when I saw the game stuttered for like half a second, and in the half a second it said game loading done. And it freaking blew my mind. And oh. I was in the Xbox camp at that time. Yep. So I was like, yep, I'm going Xbox. I, I can okay, appreciate that. Okay. I was I was hardcore Xbox. I So I started off being very Nintendo um, all the way through to the Wii. And the Wii really let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't let me down. It it completely let me down. And this is coming off of me saying that the GameCube is one of the most underrated game consoles that has ever existed. So so the Wii definitely let me down. And then I was like, okay, well, I, I need a game console because, like, this sucks. Yeah. And my brother-in-law was, like, trying to get rid of his Xbox 360. And I was like, all right. And so he sold it to me for 150 bucks with, like, a ton you, of games. You want to know? Okay, we have this Xbox downstairs in the basement. You want to know what games came with it, though? <laughs> What's that? It's all sports games that Tash has no interest in playing. And, not, it, and not just sports games, like NASCAR and golf and like wow. seven different versions of golf. Yeah. Like every year. Yeah. Like so Tiger Woods, like probably from like 2005 to 2012. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I was like, all right. Cause it's way cheaper than me actually buying like, like a real one yeah. so then i was just like okay and i loved it so i just was in that camp the the thing that made me convert was um i was at fan expo which is kind of like a comic-con but it's the canadian um version yeah it's like san diego yeah like san diego comic-con um and uh there was like a big area with um like i, I guess betas or just like early early games to to play and test out um so many simps <laughs> and uh wow. the uh what's it called the last of us was there and i was like oh shit this is amazing i can't wait till it comes out so for like three or four years i kept like searching being like okay hey, when's this game coming out when's this game coming out nothing 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 and then eventually one year it was like playstation exclusive and i'm like what the fuck happened uh, yeah 
and yeah, loving them though. So I uh, I immediately yeah. went out and purchased a PlayStation just because of that game. And now I wouldn't go back. No? <laughs> no. Now, Actually, that's a lie. I want to get an Xbox because there's something coming out for Xbox that I now, want. Now, I want to know. Does, these games have multiplayer? Uh, they did. Um, two, or starting, I think, with two. Well, was it like uh, team deathmatch and stuff? Yeah, they had different, different oh, uh, yeah. modes. They had like a horde mode where like you could team up with uh, your buddies, I think four maybe total, and then you would fight like horde after horde with locusts. Okay. Which was pretty fun. But then, yeah, they also had the traditional, like, team deathmatch and other stuff. I like a good team deathmatch. Yeah. I like those, like, more so. I like playing team deathmatches in, like, Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. More so than, like, Battle Rails now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm still more of a fan of that than, like, oh, one I miss one gun. Yeah, all. exactly. I like gun game. That was one of my favorite, like, Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, mini games. But, uh, I think they had something like that in Gears. Yeah. Where, is that where you start off with like a low power gun and then work your yeah. way yeah. to like... You work, so you get like a pistol and then you get like the next thing is a chainsaw gun. That'd be so <laughs> sick. Yeah. Think, That's kind of cool. I think it's been, a, it's been a minute since I played Gears War. Um, but yeah, it was definitely my go-to during this era. Yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, I know... Um, whenever there would be like people like playing online, Gear, the Gears of War like icon was always like one of the number one avatars oh, that yeah. people chose. So, I as much as the fact that like I didn't play it personally, I definitely know it was hugely popular. Still at like my uh, my video game store I work at, it uh, everyone talks about it still. Yeah. They even decorated the store with stickers all over. One of the my coworkers has a Gears of War tattoo. They like gear with the skull nice. in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, the I just love the game. Omen, as yes. it's called. I mean, no, I, I it's can... It's called ap- what? The Crimson Omen. The Crimson oh, Omen. Oh, I like that shit. That's good. <clears throat> That's going to be my new Twitch name. <laughs> the Crimson <Yeah>. Omen. <laughs> and I'm only going to play crimson, red games. I'll, I'll be the Crimson Churro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hell yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I can appreciate a game that, like, you know, uh, drums up that much love. Oh. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you want to do a review on it? Yeah, give us your out yeah. of 10. Yeah. So, we do out of 10, okay. usually all the time. Unless uh, it's Mayo. Unless it's, my name is Mayo, or if it's, it's like RuneScape, or... <laughs> I mean, okay, so it's out of 10, but the rules do not apply. The top spot so far, the best game that we've ever played, it has been Maneater, 10 out of 10. Wasn't there something that was like 12 <laughs> out of 10? That was Maneater. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything um, else kind of. I give, I give Gears of War like, dude, it was a solid game. I'm, I mean, we're still here talking about it. That's true. Um, Accurate. The, oh, so the, this game was one of the first games that gave me the feels, dude. Mm. Uh, Is it? Because, uh, yeah, because remember how I was talking about how Dom was looking for his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's all about family. One, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about family here. You never had me. You never had your car. <laughs> yeah, uh, we gotta go fast <laughs> come on brian <laughs> let me shift i've got a 13 gear transmission i gotta go through all the gears give me Four. a five second car <laughs> man tangents right <laughs> just squirrel you um, can't help it but no so he's he's looking for his wife and the second one he finds her and she's a prisoner of the locusts oh and so 
he opens this little like weird cell that she's in and she falls out and she's this beautiful woman that like you know everything that he missed about her is she's still there he's ecstatic you know his quest has come to an end concerning her and then the screen loses its luster and you realize he was kind of having a vision and that she's actually really just emaciated looking she looks like a skeleton basically she's still alive but barely so yeah yeah and there's there's no way that he's gonna save her there's no way there's no doctors there's they're in, they're underground when he finds her like she's not going anywhere damn and so he basically euthanizes her that hurts and, like on screen you know just a cutscene of him confessing his love for her and how he wishes things were different and he you know does what he felt was right yeah, do they do that in the cutscene, or they put you in like that place where you like have to pull the trigger on it? Yeah, no. Oh, that's no, good. It was a cutscene. Yeah, so because I'd be uh, like, nah, eject <laughs> disc. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know I was a teen at that time, but still, I was just like, oh my god, what, that shit's hard. Teen. I was, yeah, 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 early teens, maybe early twenties. I forget. Two thousand six was a million years ago. That's that's yeah, that's heavy. That's heavy. I can it appreciate was, it that. Was super heavy. And, you know, in the next game, Gears of War 3, um, it's not quite as heavy as that, but uh, Dom, he's still feeling remorse years later after, you know, the the story of 1 and 2. Things were kind of mellowing out, and but he's still, like, distraught with his life. Mm-hmm. And oh at a certain point, um, Delta Squad gets overwhelmed by the Horde, and he basically drives a truck with explosives into them and sacrifices himself for the other guys. And, you know, he's the main character that was, you've been on his, you've been walking in his shoes, kind of. And yeah, he basically uh, kills himself to destroy the horde that was overwhelming Delta Delta Squad. Jeez. So it's, it's, it's kind of a heavy game. Yeah. yeah I know there's yeah. heavier games now, but at the time, I think this was, this was like the first game I had ever experienced with, you know, such a deep story like that. Yep. Um, wow. So I give it, I'm going to go ahead and give it 10 chainsaw guns out of 10. All right. Nice. Nice. All right. Good times. 10 chainsaw guns. I like it. Uh, Tasha, for what you, what you have uh, seen. Yeah. From what I know, um, I am going to go as far as like at least an eight and a half out of 10. Okay. Uh, and I'm basing this off of like, I, I went pretty deep into like reading about the plot and the story and stuff. And um, I've talked about this before. I'm someone who appreciates good storytelling in a game. Yeah. If there's no plot, um, I very rarely enjoy it unless we're talking about like some fun, light arcade game, party game that I'm playing with my friends. Um so I appreciate the deep dive. I appreciate the feels. I mean, I didn't get to the to any part with talking about that guy's wife, but like that sounds heavy. That's something I'd be so about. Um, and then looking at you know it coming out two thousand six and what it looked like. Again, I'm an appreciator of of good art in games. Like that's why Bioshock is my favorite game because at the time it was gorgeous. And I think Gears of War falls into that same um, avenue. Yeah. True. So, yeah, eight and a half out of ten. And that's only because I haven't played it and experienced it, so I can't go the full way. It's only because there's no way these guys 
be that beefcake all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got beef with that. I got. I'm giving <laughs> it a one. Maybe, maybe I'm gonna change change it to nine point five. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, just I'm giving kidding. it a one because the calorie intake what? does not make sense. <laughs> this is what you have beef with. All the other shitty games. <laughs> That no, you've given no, a high no, rating no. to, and this is no, where no, you no. fucking... Okay, I was kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> Chill. Maybe they're on G Fuels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to give it probably like a 7.5. I need to play it, uh, yeah. other than just do my research. Mm-hmm. Uh, since there's five games, it must be good. Well, I mean, the latest the, one came well, out in 2019. Five not, there's five main games, and yeah. there's a bunch of sides. So it must be a good thing. It's just like the God of War. Uh, series I didn't really care for it at the time and I tried the newest one and I was like god damn this is a really good game yeah and so I'd probably be super surprised just like that so yeah 7.5 cool right that's what you said yeah that's what I said I said what I said I said what I said (laughs) all right on that note we're gonna take a quick break Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Phil, and we're the co-hosts of Florida Men, a true crime comedy podcast. Each week on Florida Men, we bring you stories from the shady side of the Sunshine State, starring America's most prolific criminal, Florida Man. Stories with headlines like, Florida Man carrying live alligator chases people in a convenience store. And Florida Woman calls 911 on a possum. You can find Florida Men on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are found. And we're back. We have returned. We are back and we're Swedish for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why at all. But we're talking yes, about yes. the bank 182. Yeah. And we're definitely jumping ahead on the accents, but it's fine. Yeah. I'm just uh, more excited for the accents coming up. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Um, but anyways, uh, Blink-182. We're here with Carlos. Yep. Who, who, who lives in California. Probably one of the most enviable things. He lives right beside Blink-182. Basically. They're like my neighbors. They leave trash all over the yard. It's no fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So, talk to us. What's what's your history with Blink-182? How long have you been listening to them? All this Yeah, tell us us the Favorite song. What's your favorite video? Yeah. Do you you learn how to skateboard because of them? Did you learn how to play uh, music because of them? Sounds like that's Kyle answering his own questions. Everything. Everything. That's why we clicked, man. Yeah. Um, So when I was growing up, I grew up very conservative Christian household, blah, 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 everybody's story, right? Uh, Didn't really get to hear. Dude, I got in trouble for listening to Weird Al. (laughs) Um, Gangsters. Oh, sorry. Amish Paradise? No. Uh, the night Santa went crazy. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, my, my folks said, would kill are me. You listening? He said, are you listening to a song about Santa going crazy and killing everyone? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no. He, I lost everything. I lost everything that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I actually had um, a bad influence friend. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, uh, I love those. My, Usually that's me, one, though. Usually that's one of my, me. my mom's friends was... Yeah. Had a, had a son that was in his teens, and he was a skater and uh, listened to stuff that I didn't even know about yet. And so that's kind of where I dabbled with skating and the punk rock scene. Um, but actually, I got into Blink-182 doing a, a school group project. Okay. Um, so I went to my friend's house. We were working on a project, and he puts on music, and it was Enema of State. And I think something in my head just clicked. And I was like, this is amazeballs. What is this? 
Uh, I pick up the CD disc. It's Nurse Hottie on there, and and fate was sealed, man. Yep. Yep. Fate felt um, short this time. <laughs> yeah. That that time. Not that time. It, it actually did what it was supposed to do that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the rest, as they say, is history. Okay. Uh, that became my my like foundation band. Uh, I started getting into them. Uh, tried to listen to them whenever I could. Um, you know, started with the the shirts and the pain. Mm-hmm. The skating and the yeah. Did you get Dicky you know, shorts? Those, all those all those vibes. I didn't, man, because where I'm from, Dickies was more associated with the Cholos. Oh, true. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. See, and I, had, I had the baggy, I had the baggy skater boy pants, but uh, okay, Dickies guys, Dicky guys were throwing colors and getting in fights. So that's fair. That's, that's accurate. Fair. Okay, I appreciate that. But See, one of the one we, of the things that I really enjoyed about Blink One Eighty Two is like just the energy. Like it's upbeat. Like you know, doing stupid stuff, you know, kind of vibe. And I was all about that. Growing up, same. Yep. I, uh, I also, I, I fell into dude ranch first. Okay. And then I, Enema of the state and I was like, what the hell happened? They changed, but it's so good. Yeah. And then yeah, I feel on that one. my friends showed me some other stuff like the, the music videos and their little documentaries. And I was like, bro, I'm obsessed. Yes. The uh, Urethra Chronicles 1 and 2. The two (laughs) came out after Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. So. There. Yeah, Yeah. I heard heard Dude Ranch after Enema State, and that really, really solidified it. Uh, Yeah. You know, Enema State has been kind of like, oh, it's like a mainstream. And they had a lot of fun songs uh, in my state. Yep. Uh, What's My Age Again, I think, is one of my favorite ones. That one. A lot of people like Adam's song. Yeah. Uh, that one, I have to be in a certain mood to, like, you know, jam to that one. I, yeah. I feel, yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, a mood-driven track. Let's be real. Yeah. yeah. I got to be, uh, like, down on my luck, sitting in the shower, rain Fresh heartbreak, me. you know? And in, then just, I cereal. never die. <laughs> Die alone, <laughs> and yeah, then the rain shrieking and all that. <laughs> yeah, um, anthem and windy clear are another one of my favorite songs from. You know, from I'll dump CD. weed. I think dump weed, dump weed is yeah. the best opening for a concert song of yeah. all time. <laughs> Just going quiet, and then bow, and then everything <laughs> comes down. Fucking fireworks happen. It's just such a beautiful song to like open a show with as a as a musician kyle really appreciates uh the showmanship of that that whole i went have you seen blink 22 before dude 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 (laughs) dude dude did like i said growing up in the whole like sheltered yeah, that was not going to happen. Hey, Mom and Dad, can I borrow like uh, 50 bucks to go watch this band talk about poop and pee? And jerking it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> stick around. <laughs> you can go now and beat the traffic. <laughs> you can stick around and beat your meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I... Yeah, no, um, by the time I had money and the ability of freedom and all that, uh, they were they were not doing a whole lot of things no no that's fair and yeah i and then the whole sorry sorry you go i started first so you go you start you started first so you go all right um well my train of thought is derailed but oh after tom and you know the band kind of had this 
fighting and stuff like that uh that that threw me off a lot yeah Uh, i wish i could have seen them in their prime i think that's the energy i would have loved um but when things got kind of funky it did kind of push me away a little bit yeah I so resonate with that, like, a ton. So, looking back, I also never saw Blink-182, like, in their time. And, you know, if they had a concert, like, close by tomorrow, I would go to it, no doubt. Um, But it doesn't feel the same as, like, anything 2003 and earlier. Yeah. You know? It's more like Blink-1. 179 not not quite 180 <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly i will um, say i do like um tom's replacement i didn't i didn't really think that i was gonna like him too much but uh, matt skiba from yeah, uh alkaline yeah. trio yeah man he's I, dope I, he's he's really uh i mean you know obviously i have i have a big place in my heart for blink 182 so i'm still kind of like why'd you guys have to do this to me betrayal <laughs> but uh i i'm vibing it man yeah uh, the songs that they're coming out with I, I enjoy them like i said unfortunately i haven't heard a lot of their music mm-hmm. um, i don't pay for streaming services or i don't buy cds yeah so i just i've kind of been out of the music game for a little bit i got amazon music which is i got the free version so yeah, i'm pretty yeah, sure they're on limited. there yes yeah, it's, it's kind of limited to whatever uh-huh. and uh now i just I'm, I'm old man i listen to podcasts now true that's that's old folk do yeah i listened to everything that i listened to when i was 14 and i haven't (laughs) moved on from that too much she's Mm -hmm. stuck in the myspace and i think that's what a lot of us do like i talk to you know other different generations and that kind of seems to be like the thing you kind of that's that's your jam that's what's going on for you trying to accept new stuff is i mean it's you're fine with it but it's 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 not not like it doesn't tug at your nostalgia strings I've heard, True. I've heard it said, and like, this is like from like a psychological, like thing that I read, like a study, whatever, um, that the music that you listen to at age 14 is the music that will always have the strongest emotional pull for you. Um, and that's just like across the board. That's why I love Celine Dion <laughs> <laughs> and the Backstreet Boys and stuff. I'm more of a, a Christina Aguilar guy. But. Oh, wow. Wow. You are a genie. In a bottle? In a bottle. <laughs> um, well, I, you know what? As someone who did the same thing as you, uh, like I kind of, I, the self-titled one is like the last one that I really listened to. And then I sort of fell off. But I 10 out of 10 recommend uh, listening to nine. Because yeah. I, I don't know, like I went from not really being into any of their stuff to like listening to nine and really liking it. And then going back and listening to California. And like, I didn't love the whole thing, but a few really good jams in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And unfortunately I hate to be that guy, but it's like, I really, I really vibe to the, uh, you know, the radio songs, basically the, the mainstream ones, if you will. Yeah. Uh, they're, I mean, they are fun to listen to. So, but you know, I don't want to sound like I'm just a poser or something, but bored to death and she's out of her mind. Uh, Wait, she's out of her mind. That's a radio song. Yeah. Dude, I didn't know what? that. I didn't know that. So I, I don't listen knew, to the radio, so yeah, I don't know. Same. So I, I straight up, I just listen to stuff on Spotify. I didn't know what, I don't know what the newer hits on the radio are. Yeah, so like, like what's like, big like, on the radio? Yeah. Uh, Bored to Death and She's Out of Her Mind. I can are, see Bored to Death because they made a video for it. 
Yeah. Huh. Um, that's weird. And that's actually when I found out that they had made a new album. Oh, yeah? I said I stopped keeping up, and then I heard, I was like, that sounds like Blink-182. It, it, it so is. It hey, it's a whole new album. <laughs> Yay, guys. Wow, look <laughs> at us. <laughs> would you look at us? Who would imagine? Who would have thunk? Who would have guessed? Not me. Uh, I kind of want to back travel a little bit. Okay. I was able to... <laughs> yeah, rewind. <laughs> um, I was fortunate enough to see Blink. Oh, I hate you. Uh, in their prime. Just rub it in our faces. Yeah. yeah I got to go to the, uh, got to go see the pop disaster tour with Green Day, Blank, Jimmy World, and Cut You Up. So do you want to leave? Like <laughs> right now? Yeah. And it was the best goddamn show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm sure not going to lie. It was here in Canada. It's the only Canadian date. Uh, they played at the Molson Amphitheater, which is now the Budweiser Garden. And uh, I got to meet Mark, uh, and I was like, "You, I, I, you know, <laughs> you know when you meet your heroes and you get like, hi, my name's Kyle, and you get like a little weird." I was like, "You're like my idol for for music." And he's like, "Cool," and then he like walked away, and Aww. then I was like, oh, "Okay." And I was like, okay, well, he was getting bum-rushed by a bunch of people. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I was like, I talked to him. I was like, holy shit. Did you try flashing him? No. <laughs> I bet he would have He would have stuck around for that. He, he probably would have diddled yeah. me. You see, you messed up, bro. Wow. Yeah. Missed opportunity. But yeah, I've seen, so I saw him that time. I've seen him four times. Uh, I, again, are you trying to make enemies? Yeah. Once self-titled, <laughs> and you could tell shit was weird. And then oh. I've seen them twice since they've, like, came back in like 2007 right and did did other shit uh fun fact cool, they're man. they're yeah. playing a festival next year yeah here in canada no what awesome. what are you talking oh, they're about they're playing riot fest in chicago oh i was more talking about four chord festival oh. in pennsylvania oh oh i really want to go oh but yeah uh so this is sick i love bug too so much yeah i have guitars yeah. because of them i saw that and i've always wanted to get one do it but yeah, during that time didn't have the monies and i kind of learned my lesson with guitars i get stoked about playing the guitar and then i just am pretty bad and even with practicing it's you know it saddens the, the neighborhood dogs oh that's <laughs> what i say my dogs are deaf <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what uh, don't don't be too hard Before on yourself i took uh, both <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're really deaf afterwards wow uh, no, you're you're good. Kyle was in a touring band. He needs to like not downplay the fact that he can play instruments. No, I can't. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he was does. in a band with a record deal. He needs to calm down. No. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, so yes, we all love Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. But let's like go on over to to side projects let's talk about those. oh shit do you guys like any of the side projects i love angels if so when i which, love angels i love boxcar i love plus 44 i love transplants enough said okay enough said i don't think i've heard transplants i actually just uh, yo okay transplants is not for me transplants is rap it's travis yeah. barker and uh tim armstrong from rancid Travis Barker does have a little hip hop side to him. He does. He does. Like, you know the Garnier Fructis commercial? <laughs> do you know the do you, you know the you know the song's like doom doom da 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 doom da 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 doom hoo hoo 
That's a transplant song in a Garnier nice. Frutis uh, commercial. Well, I'm going to have to. He got mad on. bucks. Probably. <laughs> I like when he uh, he does these covers of songs and adds like some rock and roll drum flair. Yeah, yeah I like that. The Soldier Boy remix. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Flow Rider. Hell yeah. I can appreciate that but, shit. But, but Travis Barker is insane drummer. Like, obviously, he's super talented. But, uh, you know, you start looking into what he does to, like, prevent car tunnel and, like, oh, yeah. know, stay on his game. Yeah, he's committed. He knows like, what's that up. That is his, yeah. Totally. Even to, even to, like, learn more styles. He went into, like, a marching street core and, like, learned all this marching band techniques now. And he, like, he, he goes to, like, uh, I think it's, what's it, California State? Is that like a, is that a college? I'm sure. Sure. It's probably. One of them. <laughs> he, he actually, he drum coordinates with them. Huh. Wow. Yeah. That's Somewhere, cool. whatever's close to wherever he lives. Yeah. That's he, cool fucking The school shit. that's there, he goes and he kind of like dabbles in teaching. That's, that's so fucking legit. weird. Yeah. And like. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go into the drum street core at this college. And then you walk in, you're like, that's Travis Barker. What the fuck? <laughs> This guy just mohawk down, so that way you know he's professional, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like imagining it like slightly combed over and like styled, like. <laughs> well, his whole head's tattooed. That's well, that's fair. Yeah, yeah you can't true. hide that shit. Yeah. Um, and then Mark Coppice had a late night TV show. What? Yeah. Oh, Barker's tattooed. Yeah, he has that too. Mark Coppice had a late night TV show. I did not know that. Yep. It was like a one season he's thing. He's streaming too. He is. Right? He streams Animal Crossing. Yeah, amazing. On Twitch. So look him up at twitch.tv slash Mark Listen, Hoppus. he doesn't need any more fucking followers, okay? He's he's doing just fine. Yeah, do you did you see do you watch his streams? I haven't. Um I watched him do a few quarantine stuff. Uh, I think I didn't see I saw a YouTube video of him streaming. Okay. So not not live in person, but yeah, he's a lot of, I mean, a lot of celebrities, a lot of everybody's doing stuff these days. You know, we're all kind of stuck in the, home, in the house with yeah. trying to find creative outlets, especially creative people, you know, like, like us, you know, celebrities, musicians, they, mm-hmm. all of them. That's how they express themselves, you know, and uh, to be unable to do that is probably pretty tough. So yep. it's been interesting in the uh, content arena. Yeah. So do you, what side projects do you like? Do you like Angels? Uh, I, I liked Angels. I heard uh, the first one. I, their, what was their second? They had I, I Empire. Yeah. And We Don't Need a Whisper, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I think We know, we Don't Need a Whisper. I was vibing that one when it came out. Yeah. Ever, that's the first one where he, he decided to go a little crazy and say that this is going to be bigger than Jesus. <laughs> yeah. He's had yeah, moments. Was, he's, yeah. had, he's had interesting moments. He's just really passionate about his stuff. I was reading a little bit about that and like apparently he had some uh, chronic back pain and he was he was on painkillers yeah that, you know kind of took over took him over for a little bit they actually made uh, a documentary series about the release of that album and it's called mm-hmm. uh start the machine mm-hmm. uh it's one of my favorite documentaries uh that's blink 22 related other than the urethra chronicles <laughs> um but yeah they that's like a big like turning point in the story of the whole documentary yeah of how he like tried to get clean and stuff while he was doing the album and uh it just didn't work out yeah well tough man yeah for sure especially like i i always find those situations particularly difficult like when someone legitimately 
has pain and yeah. it's like so what it was crazy. is his shoulder blade was cutting into his uh, muscle in the back oh god yeah oh, wow yeah and so he had to get surgery to like shave his shoulder down yeah and make it more rounded and then like he yeah. just took painkillers and like legitimate like for legitimate reasons and it's like well yeah. now i'm fucked because yeah. yeah and i mean we all know that like creative people especially have a tendency of of kind of getting sucked in to yeah. that kind of shit creative outlets, yeah yeah i don't know no, i man, like I, love love is a really cool it's like a double album yeah and then uh what is the new one the wolf one uh the new one is the dreamwalker oh yeah yeah true that one's weird yeah i'm yeah. not really yeah, into that one for, the angels and airways sound definitely had that space feel so when they had those like space looking uh music videos oh yeah totally the sound definitely matched the vibe yeah yeah i, I thought angels and airways was like just okay like i listen and i'm like oh yeah they're they're fine oh i forgot Just another not, i forgot yeah, another side project for. which uh, one simple creatures definitely hmm. not listed on the wiki yeah so simple creatures is mark hoppus and then what's the guy from all time low oh it's uh, the main singer the main singer yeah. guy what's his nuts alex yeah dover yeah alex bendover oh, no, way off <laughs> <laughs> alex bendover Wow. Uh, Alex Ga- Gascon? Yeah, they did. That's a side project, too. Got it. Yeah, not listed. I forgot about it. It's pretty good. It's like Electronica. All right, yeah, all right. It was, was good. I enjoyed Boxcar. Yeah. Um, Boxcar was like was good. love. Yeah. All I liked of, it. All of it was good. When they had uh, the lady in there, mm-hmm. uh, fortunately, I guess she didn't make it through. She had something happen before they started uh making this the album or something like that oh for plus 44 yeah yeah because there was a female voice there was and then um, and then disappeared was not able to stick around yep but the song that they made with her i i, I really like that one yes i agree yeah plus 44 i was down for uh but yeah by far boxcar racer was like but it was it was a weird situation too because like uh tom had angels or boxcar mm-hmm. and then uh he invited Barker to come and play some drums, and then Mark was like, "You, what the f, man?" Yeah, I yeah. didn't, no, didn't I invite Mark, me. Mark, yeah, but he did sing one of the songs mm-hmm. or part of, uh, maybe just a section or something. But I don't get why we're like butthurt about it because, like, if you invite Mark, then you're just being Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you it's, mad? It's it's weird. Well, I mean, he invited Travis because he didn't want to like try and find another drummer. Yeah, and Travis is legitimately so fucking talented. Yeah. 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 But yeah, at at that point, it's like, oh, dang, man. Um, But yeah, you know, when they met, right, um, Mark was kind of in and out for a second. Uh, And I think, you know, I think Mark felt like their friendship always came first and to kind of feel this twist of where, hey, man. Like a betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I can feel that. Yeah, I was like, hey, Tasha, I'm going to make a, a podcast with Carlos. And then you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, like, 15% of me would be like, what the fuck? And the, like, other, you know, 85% would kind of be like, well, fuck, now I got all this free time. Thank God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, I do. I love I love the podcast, but it's, it's sometimes it takes up lots of time. It doesn't. It's because <laughs> I got other things right, going so. on, That's Kyle. True. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, so so Mark does plus 44. 
I don't know if it's ever explicit, but you know, I'm sure there was a little bit of that revenge. Oh, yeah. for oh, sure. Yeah, you started your own. I started my own. We'll see who's better. For sure. And am I am I mistaken? But I, f- I feel like timelines are hard sometimes. But was plus forty four like in the works prior to hiatus or after hiatus? After. That's what after. I thought. That's what I thought. And they were just kind of like, well, we can't go on and be Blink One Eighty Two without yeah. him, so we're gonna do plus forty four. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay, makes and sense. So the hiatus, we had a hiatus, and I thought oh, that's the end of my favorite band. Oh yeah, that was heartbreaking. Um, and then the worst possible thing happened, and that was Travis and DJM and several other souls yep. were involved in a plane crash. Yep, I remember that. And that's when Plus Forty Four released their album. Yeah, like and they almost were right after. I remember watching David Letterman, and uh, he played with one arm, which is fucking impressive yeah. as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah we almost lost Travis Barker. Yeah, which is that and Blink One Eighty Two would never have. No, they would never have recovered. No. I don't no, think they tried to get back together after that, and it just things were just not the same. Just different. Um, no, no. Different so. poop jokes. <laughs> no poop jokes. Yeah, it's no true. poop jokes. It became. Um, <clears throat> which is yeah, fine. So They're older. Guess, yeah. Yeah, and so that was one of the issues, also. Uh, a lot of all, all of them started having kids and you know becoming more mature and the, the sounds kind of changed with that and um, there was just that tension between the band and like I said I think that's about the time when I just kind of stopped I don't know if I was protecting myself from, from like having my feelings changed toward my favorite band mm-hmm. or, you know if it just wasn't fun to listen to anymore but yeah I, I kind of stopped yeah. stopped listening to them the new stuff anyway true yeah i don't blame you like i was i was heartbroken yeah i was so so heartbroken especially after like the self-titled one quickly became my favorite i think just because i mean i, I know that it's not like classic Wing 182 and i think at first i was like what the fuck is this but i don't know just the time in my life where i was at in the songs i just i really really fell in love and then all of a sudden it's like Oh, by the way, hiatus. Breakup. Which is like, yeah, like code for breakup. Yeah. It was a different vibe. I, I, I liked it. It's not going to be in my like favorite Blink CD, but uh, that the shift in music tones. I, I, I enjoyed listening to that CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I like Blink. You like Blink. Mm-hmm. And you like Blink. Tell us what you guys so I, think. <laughs> I've got, I do have a story about the you, Tom and Travis show. I, I was going to tell Tasha, I was going to say, Shoots has a, or sorry, Carlos, Shoots or Soy Papi Chiro, he has a, a really funny story. Okay, I like stories. Let's go. Let's it's, do it. It was a little, little redonkulous. Yeah. You know what the Mark Tom and Travis show is? Yes. It's like the live season. Yes, okay. I, I know. I have I just it. double Thank checking. You. <laughs> I'm double checking. Wow. <laughs> Don't mansplain to me, motherfucker. Wow. So, oh shit, there I was in high school. And my buddy, we'll call him Lionel because that's his name. Richie. Um, <laughs> he, he had a part-time job. He had some, he had some dough. Nice. And so he had, he had the CDs, you know, back when they were 20 bucks a pop. And he had his little CD case full of stuff, and I was 
you know, we were, we were pretty close. So he just let me like look in there, get what I wanted. Um, so I saw the uh, Mark, Tom and Travis show. I was like, what is this dude? I, Blink-182 faces on the CD, but I've never seen this one. He's like, oh, check it out, man. It's like their live album. I was like, do you mind if I borrow it so I can rip it? You know. Yeah, back in the and, day. Uh, oh, my God. Takes back me back. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. And then he, he pulls it out to give it to me. I was like, dude, like, there's no case for this. So he just like folded up a sheet of notebook paper and gave it to me. I was like, man, this, this is a sketch. <laughs> so I put it in between like some, some of my school books, right? Like, uh, so hopefully that would protect it. And then at some point in, during the day, I don't know if I slammed my bag down too hard <gasps> or what, but uh, I go into my bag to get something out and I see a piece of the CD. And oh so I open God. up that little piece of notebook paper and it's like broken in a few pieces. I was like, dude, you know, he's going to be so mad. I mean, <laughs> I felt bad. I felt pretty bad. I was like, oh man. And I, have, I had never seen this too. So I was a little worried as well that I, maybe I wouldn't be able to find a replacement. And this was like the early days of the internet too, so yep. I mean that probably would have been pain as well. Oh yeah, was, check that, that Kazaa, that LimeWire. Yeah, you know you wait like two hours for that song to download, and it's like the live version. Yeah, or or just viruses. Or somebody's just cover of it. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, I was I was bummed, and I you know trying to figure out how to tell him because we didn't have any classes together. So I was just sitting with his guilt until the end of school. Um, so I tell another another buddy of mine what happened. His name was Carl. And I was like, hey, man. I don't remember how we got on the subject. I was like, yeah, I borrowed this CD, and I totally broke it. And do you know, do you happen to know? He was in the same music. Like, do you happen to know where I could find maybe another one? He's um, like, oh, yeah, man, I think FYE has it or whatever CD store was popular at the time. I was like, all right, cool. Maybe I'll go and get this. He's like, I have a copy of that, though. You want to borrow mine? And I was like, nah, dude, I feel weird. You know, I just broke this one. He's like, not here. And <laughs> so he gives it to it. me. He gives it to me, but he's got a, a generic CD case for it, too. So, like, all right. Why the fuck cool. is nobody keeping the case? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you remember back in the day, we had those books, uh, those binders. Booklets. Oh, yeah, fair, yeah. fair, 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 fair. Yeah, so, um, you know, you got to be able to swap out, hot swap them CD. <laughs> uh, so... So he gives it to me, and I I had those ridiculous baggy pants at the time, the uh, the kickwear. I don't know if you remember those, where the you know the cuff flared out like a foot or two. Okay, yep. Stupid deep pockets, and anyway, so I threw it in my pocket, and I'm like, I'm not letting this CD out of my sight. Well, the end of the day happens. I'm about to walk home, and um, my neighbor's mom pulls up. She's like, Hey, you guys want to ride? And so it's it's my neighbor's mom and <laughs> her daughter. And her son, so they're all in the car. It's a small Monte car. And I mean, it's not a small vehicle, but the seating was, right? So, so I was like, yeah, get a ride. So I jumped in and she drives out to exit the parking lot and then she sees another of our neighbors. So all three of us live on the same street. She's like, hey, do you want to ride? I was like, man, it's already packed in this car. I don't know how you're going to fit two more people <laughs> up in here. Um, and anyway. So they're like, oh, don't worry. I'll just sit in uh, Carlos's lap. Like, oh, God. Oh, no. Sit, sit in the lap of like a 15-year-old boy. So that's where my mind was at. Like Boner dude, alert. This, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were they were good-looking girls. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
We weren't mad yeah, about so, the stop, <laughs> is what I you're saying. About, I, I was a little, you know, it's a weird situation to be into. I mean, it's, hey, cool, great. You think it's super chill. You're just going to hang out in my lap. But things happen <laughs> right, that I cannot control. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, All right. So I'm preparing for this girl's rear end to approach my lap. <laughs> and um, sorry, the constraints sorry. of this vehicle had me in a position that was awkward enough to where when she sat down on my lap she sat down on the cd <gasps> and i felt it break in my pocket <laughs> oh no and i was zero percent thinking about that cd in my pocket <laughs> until i felt the snap yeah yeah so in less than what four hours i owed two people the same cd <laughs> She did go hazies on me on that one, though, at least, because, you know, it was her booty. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, her fault that you were too distracted by uh, her ass. <laughs> oh, man, I honestly, I'm devastated for you. Because, like, I, I would personally feel really uncomfortable being like, I cannot accept another CD from anybody. But, like, you say that in a way of, like, I wouldn't obviously break it again. But, like, yeah. I just, I don't want to take that on. Oh, yeah, my God. I totally forgot it was in my pocket, too. I, I forgot the whole thing, you know, not just because of her, you know, but, you know, just the day had passed. Yeah, I have stuff in my pockets. I, you know, I didn't even, and then, like I said, those big pants pockets, like, I really didn't feel it until. Yeah, it was broke. too late. How, how was your attempts at replacing the CDs? And also, did you fess up that you broke the second guy's CD? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? He was like, really, dude? He thought it was funny because I, you know, he was more like, she's sat on your lap, bro. Nice. <laughs> Score. High five. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. So he got a new CD and so did my uh, friend Lionel. I told him what happened to you. He, he was not <laughs> you know, overly concerned about it either. He's like, he's like, yeah, I, I did give it to you without a case. So, I mean, all in all, good friends. That's they good. Didn't hold it against me, but I, I don't think I got a CD for a while. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I was never allowed again to borrow. <laughs> Did a you CD. at least manage to rip <laughs> one tough. of them before what you gave it to like, them? What's that? Did you at least manage to rip it before you gave it to them? I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just making um, sure we got to the conclusion. Funny, like, hey, actually, uh, hey. in the box. Uh, can I can I borrow it after you take it off? <laughs> Could you imagine no, all that work and then not ripping yeah. it to your computer? Well, that's what oh I'm getting God. at. Like, this is a lot of commitment. <laughs> what, the hardest part was trying to find that CD. I had to go to two different stores to, to yep. get two copies. Cause it was, you I can't find it now. No, it was, yeah. it was quite it was elusive. Scarce. Yeah. I remember like, I worked at a, a record store, and I had to like special order it, and it took like a month. Um, am I mistaken in the fact that... like? There was like not a fuck ton of copies made of that. Why do I feel like? Huh? I would agree with that because, yeah. like I said, I had I'd been listening to Blink One Eighty Two for years at that point, and I didn't know that thing existed uh. until I put it in my pocket and it got broken. Okay, I just pulled up the wiki on it. It was marketed as a limited edition, uh, a limited, limited edition, uh, a limited edition release. Limited these nuts. Uh, Available oh, only for it. two months at retail. During that time, it sold wow. 500,000 copies. Um, blah, That's blah, crazy. blah. Yeah. It's on Spotify now, so it's all good. Yeah, it is. 
And then it basically goes on to be like digital copies of like sporadically available, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, not a ton of copies considering that. Rad. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Which makes me, it makes me feel a little bit guilty about the copy that I have. Because low key, the copy that I have was like one that I borrowed but never gave back. Oh, but she not on it. <laughs> not on purpose <laughs> though. Sneaky, sneaky sniper. No, 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 not on purpose. So I I borrowed it from my friend, and and I was like, and okay, now that I'm, bitch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was like it was like two weeks later, and I had copied it to my computer, and I was stoked about it, and everything was good, and I brought it back to class, and I was like, here, and he's like, no, no, you can hold on to it for a little bit, oh. and I was like. Okay, and then the semester he passed. He had some other motives. Mm, don't think Were so, because don't think so. I liked him, and I told him that, and then it didn't go anywhere. No. So, um, but yeah, and and then the semester passed, and he never asked for it back. And yeah. I was like, okay, I know. Okay. So, well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna end it, and we're gonna do uh, a break really quick, and we're gonna come back. Okay, everybody, uh, this is the part of the tour where you got to be a little bit more quiet. Oh. So please, everybody, Shh. quiet, quiet. Shh. We are Shh. now entering the Howler Monkey. Uh, like an ape territory. Um, just remember, no flash photography. If you want to do photography, that's fine. But no flashes. It angers them. Oh, look right now. Look in the distance. You see one. See one. Oh. It's about to do its mating Whoa. call. Now, this is a real treat. If you hear another mating call, that means he's found a partner. Wow, aren't we the luckiest? Never have we ever seen this when we had a tour group. So this is a special moment. Everyone, please get your cameras out. Remember... What did I say? No, no flash, flash photography. 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 You photography. can still take your pictures. Oh, I'm gonna post mine on Instagram. Oh, dude, follow me. What's your uh, What's your handle? Well, it's Triple G Podcast. We we post basically what the episodes are with pictures and then some food and behind the scenes stuff. Remember, follow us. Tasha, do you remember when I order at Subway in a New Zealand accent? Yeah, and then I turn around and pretend I don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're talking about that today. Fantastic. Just accents, you know, messing with people in general. You do New Zealand a lot. I do, yeah. Australian, New Zealand. What do you do? Me? Are we talking Are we talking, Carlos? Hey, Carlos. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> it's me, Jeff Pesos from Mexico. It's me. Me, Jeff Pesos, in the richest man in all of Mexico. I, I own Mexico Amazon. <laughs> Amazing. So, you actually brought this to my attention. Yeah. And you're like, yo, I always do this to like fast food places. Mm. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> wow. I, uh, I do. But sometimes I'm just feeling squirrely. Especially in my teen years, you know. Yeah. Uh, I would just go and order through drive-through in like a stupid voice, and then act totally natural when I, you know, get to the window. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got I've gotten some looks. It's just like, oh, you're not what you were expecting. Yeah. What's the yeah, What's no. the funniest one that you think oh. you've done? <laughs> the funniest one I think I've done is when I'll do it in a um, 
like a southern accent. Okay. So I, I, I spent a few years in Louisiana and a few years in Arkansas. All right. And, you know, there's there's a lot of drawl there. A whole some twang. Yeah. Everyone thinks so, when I know, go to the States, I'm from some sort of self. Really? Yeah. Oh, in Canada, everyone thinks he's from the States. Yeah, everyone thinks I'm from the States. Hmm. I don't That's know why. But I could do a, a mean southern, too. Like a mean accent. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear what are you talking about? That's oh, pretty good. Thank you. You sure do got a pretty mouth. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I love the way that you rev your vehicle. You sounded slow. <laughs> it's like Forrest Gump. Yeah. Hi, Jenny. I Jenny. love I love the way you rev your vehicle. Oh my. Uh, home man. the home, please. Now, do you ju- um, do you yeah, just do so Southern or like what? What are your what are your options? That, well, that was that was kind of my go-to. I'll do sometimes. I'll have like some kind of um, you know Mexican accent, or I've I've been known to do a bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impression every now and then. I like it. I like okay, it. I like so, uh, yeah. you have on your Twitch channel. People can uh, redeem points for you to talk as Arnold. Amazing. And then what was it? It's Super South or something. In the deep south. Deep yeah, south. Was, deep yeah. south. Oh my god. And I'm like, oh god, yes. That's genius. Yeah. And I'm like, why yep. haven't I thought of something like that? Because like I could do a mean Kermit the Frog. Well, it was it was uh, definitely out of necessity. So like, but I don't have a webcam, so it's <clears throat> trying to have uh, redemptions. Yeah. Uh, mm. Without being able to visually see something. Yeah, you can't yeah. just do twenty uh, push-ups. You'd be like, yeah, I did them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm doing them. <laughs> so I actually have a. A redemption for phantom push-ups phantom and, uh, push-ups it's, it's that's like a hundred it's like a hundred points or whatever and it says uh phantom push-ups i don't have a webcam so you would never really know if i did them or not so <laughs> give it a go okay so but but tell us the truth do you do them or oh obviously well, nobody's, nobody's redeemed them yet so okay. but um no i'm not gonna do them. i'm just gonna be like all right here we go uh, yeah <laughs> Two, it's like it's old time radio uh, three uh, four Five, six, seven, nine, ten. 332. Oh, yeah. Just feel the burn. Dude, I'm so ripped right now. I'm beefy. Oh, man. Beefcake. You can find me in Gears of War. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I'll, let's hear the Deep South. I want to I wanna hear this. All right. So, you've yeah. been talking it up. <laughs> oh, man. And so, like, I, A, I'm putting I really you on like the spot. My voice sounds. Okay. And B, I think these are funny. I hope you guys do too. Okay. You wait. Okay, I, wait, wait, you wait. don't tea know us. Tea yeah, time out. Tea is... time out. Did you say you don't like the way your voice sounds? I don't. No. And you're on a podcast. I am. Ugh. I am. You're gonna but, skip uh... this episode. <laughs> I guarantee it. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure gonna listen to this shit. Family. Yeah. <laughs> oh Especially no. Especially my buddies whose CD I broke. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, Yo, you should Old listen story, to this. <laughs> um. So I'll pull up. Like I said. Louisiana, Arkansas, that's, you know, very common accent there. So I'll pull up to the uh, the little drive-in thing and be like, Ugh, can I get a number one with a sweet tea? Don't give me none of that unsweetened crap, you hear me? <laughs> a sweet tea, extra ass, no pickles. No pickles. I am uh, deceased. You know, yeah. Something like that. And then you roll uh, up and you're effect. like. And I'll roll up and I'll be like. Hey, what's oh, up? Yeah, that's, that's my order. And I've gotten looks. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. That was very like King of the Hill feeling for me. (laughs) So I'm on the brown spectrum and 
when what is, pull up. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. What does that what, mean? What, what's the brown spectrum? Brown spectrum. Oh, so we, you know, you've got like Hispanics to Middle Eastern to African American. Okay. There's a spectrum. Okay. There's a, there's a, I, there's I, a spectrum for everything. Now, now I know. Okay. I'm, right now, I'm on the coronavirus brown spectrum, so it's it's like three or four shades lighter because I'm always inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amazing. Like, like a basic a basic girl's coffee, just kind of light. Okay. <laughs> okay. A lot of creamer. I know. mean, as a basic white girl, I know exactly what you're talking I'm about. Like a, but you're um, like a hazelnut with a lot of cream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hazelnut creamer right now. Yeah. Oh little little pumpkin spice. Yeah, I think. I think the darkest I ever get is maybe like a mocha chocolate. But true. Okay. 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 So then, yeah, I, I can see, like, this very, like, southern white guy. Like, you had a little twang of douchebag in there. I'm not sure if that was intentional. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's always intentional. <laughs> I, for can all I, I know, I just called him a douchebag because wow. it wasn't intentional. Ooh. For all I know. Uh, so, and then, and then you pull up being all Corona Mocha. <laughs> Corona Mocha. <laughs> well, at that time, I was, I was a bit, you know darker on the, on the scale yeah, oh my God, yeah. That's so and i'm funny. just like oh hey yeah i had that number two <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sweet tea has extra eyes oh. <laughs> thank did, you i've gotten double takes triple takes you know it's okay to, you know one of those are you sure this is your order yeah <laughs> sweet tea with extra eyes right and has anyone ever like other than <laughs> double checking you has anyone ever said anything that's good. No, no. I've just seen, uh, just like I said, weird glances or like making sure that I did have what I ordered. That's so disappointing. The worst thing is like, <laughs> could you imagine? Because I've gotten called out for talking like like a New Zealander. Yeah. And they're like, oh, are you from Australia? I'm like, no, New Zealand, mate. They're like, ah, that's really awesome. I'm like, yeah, no worries. It's pretty good. And then they're like, oh, what part of New Zealand? And I'm like, ah, they're like, mostly the south side. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I have fucking no clue anything. So I had to kind of do a little research. Yeah. Well, I, it doesn't help that. Character. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't help that Kyle wears a New Zealand shirt for yeah. I don't really know what reason. <laughs> I love that shirt. He's representing. Yeah, it's my culture. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, well, let's pause for like 30 seconds. Is this considered cultural appropriation? I'm a New Zealander. But how? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, back when I was doing that stuff. Um, I don't think that was really on the forefront of my mind, uh, <laughs> but it's it's kind of the whole idea is kind of funny. It is. Um, oh, I, I think love there's it. there's a distinction when it becomes malicious, in my opinion. Yes, um, I would completely agree with that. But I, I don't know. I, cultural appropriation, in my opinion, there's there's this very blurry line. If somebody's, you know, if I see somebody out there like dressing up like day of the dead's kind of stuff because that's a very popular uh, thing you know yeah outside of mexicans a lot of Cocoa. people love the style the colors yeah and if somebody's like enjoying it even if they're enjoy just enjoying the art style or maybe they get into the culture and understand like it's a celebration of people that we lost but still love etc um to me that's awesome you know but if i see like a bunch of college bros you know wearing ponchos big hats and drinking tequila acting like a bunch of assholes you know, that's probably when I'll start finding a little bit more offense with it. But at yeah. the same time, yeah. like, you know, because I mean, you know, in, in America, 
a lot of people celebrate Cinco de Mayo. It's like you guys aren't, you know, you're not Mexican. You didn't. This was not your battle. This was. I mean, it wasn't my battle. I wasn't in, yeah. in Mexico when that was going down. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I'm not offended per se, but I'm I'm sure there's a line when, uh, you know, it becomes offensive. Yeah. yeah. I we totally recently had this conversation uh, with some friends of ours because they're having like a Halloween themed wedding. Yeah. And for the bachelorette, she just wanted an excuse to like eat Mexican food and have really cool, like creepy decor. So she was like going to go day of the dead, but no one was going to dress up. It wasn't going to be disrespectful. But then like part of her wedding party was like, that's really like sketchy. That shouldn't and whatever. And, and so we ended up having debates about like what's considered cultural appropriation. And at one point we were even like, well, can we even celebrate St. Patrick's day? Is that considered cultural appropriation? Yeah. You know, people dress up as pardon. Sorry. I do find offense to that. I said, I do find offense to that Mm -hmm. because you should not need a reason to enjoy Mexican food. (laughs) (laughs) That is valid. (laughs) Yeah. You should just eat it every day. I would. That is valid. I want to. I love Mexican food I I always get in trouble because I uh, will say it like I play Apex Legends Mm -hmm. and then I can hear Tasha in the background or she'll text me be like, you should probably stop doing that voice (laughs) because I end up doing like a crypto voice and he's he's Asian and I'm like, oh, get it out of here. (laughs) And then she's like, you need to stop. Or the other guy who is uh, Octane, he's he's Mexican. And I'm like, oh, got to get over here. Or <clears throat> yeah, gotta go fast, I was man. Doing that too, and I've I've caught myself. Um, I actually have a, an Asian buddy. Yeah, and for some reason, well, he's he's got a little bit of an accent on him, and I find myself starting to talk similar to him. Okay, when you hang out with him a little <laughs> too much. So let's like, go get Korea food. Okay, let's go. Yeah, and I'll talk to him like that, and I'm like, "Oops, I don't, I don't know why it happens, but I just start making an accent." Do you think he notices? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He He totally does. Racist. He goes, "Dude, that's racist." (laughs) Oh shit! Why this happens? I can't help it. Yeah. He says it kind of mockingly. I'm sure he means it, but he's not like overly offended by it. Yeah. But it's just funny because I'll catch myself. Dude, I don't know why I, I started talking like that. I, I mean, you you see it happen like when people are like, you know, living abroad for like a year or whatever, and suddenly they start picking up the accent. If you just yeah. hang out with your buddy enough, like it's, yeah, it's almost it's like not surprising. Though, it's like it's only with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. I don't you know, like me and my friend uh, we used to do Swedish accents all the time. Oh, I love a good Swedish. And we like we worked at the same like kitchen, and uh, we got like in trouble because uh we were like we got to go over here get also the, the salad get out get it out get it out to the people yeah and, and i think for like for like you and me we just kind of we're just silly people yeah and, you know just, i'm not i'm not trying to offend kind of anybody i just yeah. i like doing voices and if it's like crypto and i'm like i got to find them or if it's like super like kermit the frog here or i don't get yeah. it if it just happens to just be happens. slightly racial. Yeah. <laughs> Kermit the Frog is not racial. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. No, the Swedish um, thing is funny because even on like, uh, we went to Toronto uh, for New Year's Eve one time and they totally thought we were legit Swedes partying in Toronto for New Year's Eve. And nice. like, we'd be like, let's go to Ikea. It's got good meatballs. <laughs> 
You're like, holy shit. Going to pump you up. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, those meatballs, though. You got them my You ever had those Ikea? Oh, meatballs? my God. They're the they're yeah. the shit. Yeah. When I'm at Ikea, I literally buy the frozen ones, and then their sauce. Can't, you can't not. Can't go wrong. Oh, it's so good. But it's like being a little rat in a maze, because you got to you got to successfully navigate the Ikea. Yeah. To yes. To the, to the food court. Get the meatballs. Yep. It's like your reward. Mm-hmm. So good. So funny. So funny. But yeah, man. Shit. That's... Just, yeah. just these voices. I I have a good time with it, but yeah, I have had to try to be more conscious of what I'm doing and when. I think in this day and age, you have to because like anything, you can get canceled for anything now. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even just the perception. Yeah, you can be like, oh, so. he was doing an accent and he didn't feel like it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Cancel that motherfucker. Yeah, especially in like the the Black Lives Matter climate. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I totally get it. I get it. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's hard because like like you guys were saying, like sometimes when you're just silly and you just if you say something and it comes out with a weird accent, like one time all of a sudden you just you flow into the accent. Yeah. And it's just easy to be silly like that. But you never know who you're going to upset or offend. Well, yeah. So like at my at my job, I work with a lot of Indian people. I can do a bang in Indian accent. <laughs> I, I like I've worked with them so much that I can pick up every sort of dialect and way they like say it. I'm like never going to imp- do an impression in front of them. Why? Because yeah. they will get mad at me. Even though they know I'm a joke, like a jokester, I'm silly, I'm fine. Yeah. But they're like, if you, I just feel like because they're older generation of uh, like from India, mm-hmm. they would totally mm-hmm. be yeah, not, not funny. cool with it at all. No. It's yeah. just it's crazy. It's, I think it's, Another interesting thing, I think, uh, you know, we're all similar aged, uh, but we've kind of gone through where, you know, we used to use different words, different, um, we had a different style when we were kind of upcoming and mm-hmm. a lot of that we've come to realize like, dude, that was, that was not cool, nope. uh, potentially offensive. And, you know, I'm sure, I know I have had a few words drop out of my vocabulary that, you know, were inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Hey. But it's it's there's also a part of me that's like a little bit uh, bummed about it in certain ways. Like as much as like no no. <laughs> Why do you want to do blackface? No no no. no hear me out. Shit. Let me finish. You're gonna be the next prime minister here. Let me finish. Okay. There's nothing wrong with our prime minister. He said he was sorry. Yeah. It was a long time ago. <laughs> um, we got black face. We got orange face. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he it's not orange face. He just fell in the Cheetos. <laughs> Too much oh, Cheeto dust. Nice. Um, no, no, I just, I mean, in the sense of like, uh, you know, Carlos, you, you touched on it. It's like a lot of our upbringing, you know, lots of things that we said or did were not even thought about twice. And you look back now and, and, you know, we've reflected and we've grown as, as a society and everyone we're like, oh, that was dicey. Right. But some of those things or some of those like situations or some of those, whatever, like, they're filled with good memories, you know? Yeah. And it, I find it's it very weird, conflicting weird, sometimes yeah. um, to look back on those as, like, good times and then kind of know, like, oh, wait, like, that was that was super not okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, because, like, we're living in a very different time from when we were growing up, but we're probably the only generation who's, like, recognized the problematic shit. 
Like ask yeah. ask a baby boomer about like all the weird like whites only diners no, or like yeah, whatever. Like we're watching Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And it's back to the nineteen sixties and you're just like, Oh yeah, that that was a thing now. Yeah. 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 Well I was telling you, uh, Kyle, when you're playing Destroy All Humans, you're attacking the uh, Pentagon in the game, right? Yeah. And um I had just recently read that the Pentagon has like a buttload of bathrooms in it. Yeah. Because when it was being built it had bathrooms for blacks and whites. Yes, for segregation. Oh, wow. Yeah. But when it, I mean, fortunately, when it came into operation, you know, that wasn't a thing anymore. Well, legally, it wasn't a thing anymore. Right, um, right. But so the bathrooms yeah, were built. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just had an abundance of bathrooms. So, which is probably a good thing since that place filled with a bunch of old people. Yeah. Yep. Lots of people got to go. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. They're also on the brown spectrum in a different way, though. Hey-oh. Wow. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Got him. Got him. (laughs) Sweet. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. Bro, it has been absolutely my pleasure. I have been super stoked about this. I couldn't sleep last night. I was just like, what am I saying? No, you're just buttering us up now. Go have a nap. Like like I said, I've been trying to find creative outlets. You know, I... It's difficult for me just because I've got this household that uh, needs me in different ways. So I, I find myself short of free time myself. So this is this has been a uh, pretty fun. Um, you know, Kyle, we talk a lot, and I know we're we're pretty much on the same wavelength. Yep. Uh, and Tasha, you know, I listen to you on the podcast. So you know, in a way, I kind of got to know you a little bit like that. But uh, getting this opportunity to live talk with, I, I feel like we're vibing as well. I, I'm I'm Kyle feeling it. Night. I'm feeling it. Don't worry. <laughs> I was telling Kyle the other night, man, I wish you guys just lived down the street. So I told her that. Have a brewski. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Kyle said the exact same thing. And uh, you know what? It, we live in an electronic world. Yeah. And uh, closer you know, than we actually realize. Exactly. If if Kyle needs to set up like a, a FaceTime call while you both sit outside and uh, crack some beers <laughs> and he just sets you on a chair next to him. Good show, man. <laughs> I don't have a tree now, so uh, it's going to be very sunny as I took did down a tree today. Style? Yeah. <laughs> or did you use your chainsaw gun? Well, yeah, chainsaw gun there, bit there's, today. Yep. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. yeah, I just want to say thank you for coming on. It's yeah. uh, awesome. Yeah, it's and, been so much fun. Uh, remember, everybody, go to uh, Soy Poppy Chiro on twitch.tv. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any other socials you want to plug, my friend? Um. No, unfortunately not. Like I said, I'm just finding the Twitch thing. Uh, my socials are my, my personal ones. So Fair enough. Think, uh, yeah, get out of yeah, there. Don't, wanna... don't <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Only I mean, exclusive. Only Twitch. Only exclusive. If, if I know you, you guys can come and hang uh, yeah. on my private socials. But those, you know, has pictures of my family and stuff like that. So. Totally. Totes the goats. All right. Well, then everybody just go follow on Twitch. Yeah. Because that's the, yeah, that's we'll the place to be. We'll have a good time. We'll do some stupid voices. One day I'll be able to afford a webcam. We'll Play some bro, bro force. <laughs> bro force. I got bro force, um, Animal Crossing. Uh, that seems to be the majority. Evo Land. Uh, Fall Guys. I tried, I tried playing some Call of Duty, but uh, I think there's just too many of these first person shooters going on right now. Yeah. There's a lot. That interesting. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. On, on that note, no. we're going to, uh, what's our, what's our socials? I forgot. Uh, great question. Uh, yeah. You can find us on Instagram at Triple G Podcast. Yeah. 
uh, Twitter at Triple G Pod and Twitch dot TV slash Triple G. Remember, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Yeah. So, so it's always a good time. Uh-huh. For sure. Do you want to? Do you want to do the the outro? Do you want to? Do you want to say that? Stay weird. Do you want to do it? I don't know, man. Uh, as somebody from Texas, I feel feel like you guys stole that from Austin. Oh, stay weird. Is that a thing? That's a thing. I'll forgive you though. Okay. Because you guys are from Canada and you don't. We didn't know. Maybe unfamiliar with that. We, we didn't, didn't know. know. I, I I still don't know. I'm gonna have to Google it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, everybody, that's that for our show. Mm-hmm. Stay weird. Stay weird. <laughs> All right. See you guys. <laughs>